You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And I promise that we will fulfill all of those promises. Thought-leading, humorous, informative, all of that stuff today, because you know why? Because I started preparing for this show on Friday. So uh, much to happen, uh, much to talk about today. I do want to mention it was a uh, it was a big weekend for news. There's a new king of England. I don't know if you noticed that. Did you see the uh, the coronation of King Charles over the weekend? And, and then I don't want to disparage uh, our English listeners. Uh, you know, it's a big deal to England. You haven't seen a king of England in a really long time. And uh, and it's this guy. And you've waited for, what, how many years now? You've waited for this guy to assume the throne. And now he has assumed the throne. So all hail King Charles. I wish you the very best. You've got a spaniel named after you. So that's awesome. You've already got a dog named after you, a King Sp- Charles Spaniel. Isn't that a yeah? King Charles Spaniel is a, is a dog. So now you can uh, you can uh, you know celebrate the fact that they have a King of England now. And by the way, uh, I believe that uh, Jill Biden was there for the coronation. Uh, she noticed that he was uh, that King Charles is seventy four years old, and she's already pushing him into a second term, just just to kind of you know in case he wants to leave office eventually. Uh, also, what else happened? The Kentucky Derby won uh, over the weekend. Did you watch the Kentucky Derby? Mage, apparently, is that the name of the horse? Mage, uh, 15 or what odds or whatever. I'm not a, I don't play the ponies. So uh, I didn't really, uh, didn't really follow the race too much. Uh, seven horses died before the race. What is the deal? Why, what, se- did they get the vaccine? I mean, I, they're young, athletic horses. I don't even know. Hard to, uh, hard to tell. Also, over the weekend, there was, um, and this is certainly not in any way, shape, or form uh, humorous, a mass shooting in uh, Texas. Also, there was a, uh, an incident where a person decided to, instead of use a, a gun, use a car, use a vehicle to uh, plow down a group of people outside a shelter in uh, Brownsville, and uh, eight people were killed there, as well as the, uh, the people who were killed at the outlet mall in uh, in Allen, Texas. So uh, it was a, a tragic weekend. Uh, in one of those instances, uh, the uh, the Democrats are calling for uh, reform, uh, gun control reform. In the other instance, nobody is questioning whether or not this person should have had a driver's license. That said, uh, there is a lot of stuff to get to uh, with regard to the show. I'll let the bodies cool in Texas before we decide uh, where to go with either of those topics. Because, you know, uh, when you just immediately politicize something <clears throat> that fits your uh, your uh, framework of whatever you're trying to do, particularly get rid of the uh, Second Amendment, uh, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait until we know the uh, facts. I do want to mention this. My buddy Chris Plant has a new show tonight on Newsmax, and I, and I bring this to the fore because <clears throat> Chris Plant has uh, an enormous amount of life experience, knowledge, wisdom, and also a great sense of humor that is much needed in the uh, media environment. And I think you're really going to enjoy the show. It's called Chris Plant, The Right Squad. Uh, By the way, um, Jen Pellegrino is going to be on there as well. I believe they're going to have a panel of five people on the show, and it should be be a lot of fun to watch. If you get a chance to watch tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern to Newsmax. And then also there's some some ongoing news about Tucker Carlson that we will get to as the uh, show progresses. Progresses uh, with regard to where he's going. He's hinting at it. He's hinting at uh, what he's going to do uh, with regard to uh, Fox News, what he knows about Fox News. Whatever happens 
I believe what it is going to do is uh, come back to bite Fox in the rear end. And it is going to benefit those who are interested in telling the truth and, uh, and talking about and sharing stories that are real, but the mainstream media ignores for political purposes. That said, Newsmax is doing a poll, and uh, uh, Newsmax, of course, believes in Tucker Carlson and freedom of speech, and we want to know. And uh, what I believe, honestly, we're kind of thinking, hey, maybe, maybe Tucker should, Tucker should come to Newsmax. I'm just speculating here, but wouldn't that be amazing? If you would like to take a, a vote, if you'd like to vote in our Newsmax poll, there's no uh, early voting or mail-in voting and, uh, you know, whatever. There's no ballot stuffing here. Just text the word EVENT to 39747, okay? EVENT to 39747. Let America know you want Tucker on Newsmax. What? Yeah. Uh, millions of Americans have uh, made the switch to Newsmax for Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Monsuster, and Chris Plant. Rob Carson, by the way, my little show which is Rob Carson's What in the World, is, uh, is doing amazingly well. In fact, actually, last Saturday had uh, more viewers than, uh, than CNN uh, in many of its primetime slots. Just that little Saturday night show. So if you get a chance to uh, uh, check out Newsmax and vote, please uh, just text EVENT 239747. So um, I want to mention this as the, as the first story of the day because the Democrats are desperately looking for another um, George Floyd. And uh, right now, there's like Obi-Wan Kenobi saying, uh, these are not the uh, Floyds you're looking for, <laughs> is what is happening. And there have been an attempt here recently uh, with regard to uh, creating another George Floyd just in time for the summer of 2023, I guess. Uh, maybe get a, a head a year, year start on this one as opposed to what they did in 2020. But with regard to uh, Jordan Neely, homeless man who recently died on a New York subway after being, uh, uh, after being taken down by a 24-year-old Marine veteran who used a chokehold to subdue him. Um, here's some things you need to know. A, he was self-medicating. Did you know that? He was self-medicating his depression with synthetic marijuana. Um, not a good idea because uh, synthetic marijuana makes you go insane. Uh, there are plenty of cases where uh, synthetic marijuana has, uh, has d- driven people into uh, violent actions and whatnot. Uh, Jordan Neely had also been arrested numerous times and has, has a reputation for causing disturbances. He once pleaded guilty to attempted kidnapping when he was caught dragging a seven-year-old girl down the street. These are not the Floyds you're looking for. Neely has arrested uh, 42 times in the last decade with his uh, most recent bust in November 2021 for slugging a 67-year-old female stranger in the face as she exited a subway station in the East Village. The senior citizen suffered a broken nose, fractured orbital bone when she was knocked to the sidewalk along with swelling and substantial head pain after hitting the ground. Neely pleaded guilty to felony assault, received 15 months in an alternative to incarceration program that, if completed, would have allowed him to plead misdemeanor assault and get a conditional discharge. Wouldn't that feel good if you woke up on the sidewalk with a a, a broken orbital bone and a fractured nose and you heard that? Wouldn't you feel good about the system? Yeah. But a warrant was uh, issued for his arrest February 23rd when he skipped court. Uh, the compliance court date where a judge was to be updated on whether he was meeting all the requirements of the program. And apparently he wasn't. No, no, and apparently not. June 27, 2019, new, uh, he was arrested for punching a 64-year-old a man in the face, by the way, during a fight in Greenwich Village on a subway station. On a subway station. In the subway. 
It's like the people on the subway almost considered him to be a threat because uh, he was a threat. After he was busted in 2015 for attempting uh, kidnapping after he was uh, seen dragging a seven-year-old girl down an Inwood street, he pled guilty to endangering the welfare of a child and was sentenced to four months in jail. And honestly, uh, that's the kind of justice you want for somebody who is going to drag off a seven-year-old. Who knows what the hell they're going to do? Just give them four months. Let them go. They'll be fine. Give them some synthetic marijuana. By the way, uh, the 42 uh, prior arrests include four for uh, assault, while others involved accusations of transit fraud, criminal trespass. At the time of his death, Neely had one active warrant for an alleged assault in connection with the 2021 incident. Other than that, he's a great guy, and, and who wouldn't want to, you know, hang uh, hang with him with the you know the strap hangers where they grab the strap and. They... But anyway, the Gateway Pundit also reported that Andy No, who's a journalist who's been attacked by the left for telling the truth for years, dug up a post on the internet forum Reddit from nine years ago, which appears to be from a person who knew of Neely and warned people to avoid him nine years ago. The, uh, the post reads in part, used to be all cool, dancing to Michael Jackson on the subway, bet his lady's becoming a maniac nine years ago. Sometime in late spring or early summer, I saw him on the train. His radio effed up and he was angry as F, cursing and bad-mouthing commuters, screaming, Why, uh, what the F are you looking at? Don't effing look at me. Ever since that day, he's been uh, just a scary dude to me. According to No, more New Yorkers are speaking up about their experiences with this dangerous man. Quote, as the death of Georgia Neely has gone viral due to leftist and BLM misinformation, more New Yorkers are speaking out about their experiences with this dangerous man. One person says Neely tried to push him in front of the tracks on Broadway in the Lafayette Station. That, that's been happening a lot lately, by the way. Neely had an arrest warrant for the assault of a 67-year-old woman at the time of his death and a long arrest history. According to Jack Posobiec, another great journalist attacked by the left, the U.S. Marine Corps just docks the Marine involved in the Jordan-Neely incident. By the way, that young hero whose defense I will support, Daniel Penny, the good Samaritan who stepped up to restrain Neely after he threatened passengers while shouting about he's, quote, ready to die, never would have been put in such a position if New York City officials didn't repeatedly set Neely free and allow him to go around beating people, threatening people, kidnapping children, and abusing drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though Penny was initially arrested or released, as it was clear he did nothing wrong, CBS News is now reporting that the case will likely go to a grand jury next week. In a statement released on Friday evening, Penny's attorney said Mr. Neely had a documented history of violence and erratic behavior, the apparent result of ongoing and untreated mental illness. So that's what you need to know about Jordan Neely, the hero of the left. And people actually got on the train tracks in New York, on the train tracks, to stop the train to protest his death because they're presumably being paid with dark money from people like George Soros. I'm just guessing it's just that's what they did in 2020. So I'm putting two and two together. He was uh, self-medicating with, uh, with uh, synthetic pot to treat his depression in the wake of his mother's passing, which, of course, is tragedy, tragic. Uh, Christopher Neely reported, revealed his nephew's reliance on the synthetic weed as he slammed New York City law enforcement for releasing Daniel Penny. Penny is the former Marine who uh, fatally 
well, took down Neely uh, until he was unconscious, then stood there, called the police while people gathered around and supported him and said good job until the uh, the ambulance arrived. They took him to the hospital and he died. Uh, they're blaming it on uh, on the injury received from the Marine. But again, he was also high on a bunch of controlled substances. So that's the latest on the Jordan Neely uh, case. They are trying to come up with another summer of 2020, another George Floyd. And thus far, it appears they are doing uh, a face plant. Now, coming up, uh, Joe, Joe Biden uh, just announced that he's the running for president of the United States. And uh, just this last week, despite that, he's managed to have lower approval ratings than Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter. I know, I'm as shocked as you are. Uh, also, Joe Biden talked over the weekend to MSNBC's Stephanie Rule, a, a softball interview where he said he was uh, proud of his son and also literally admitted that he's opened the borders completely. Even admitting that the 1,500 military members who've been sent to the border are there to make the illegal immigration move even faster. I've got all of that coming up, guys. Here's the number if you want to chime in, 800-922-6680. This is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. The D.C. swamp has divided us. It's time to come together to fight for America as founded. It's The Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and it's a Monday. I hope you had a uh, great weekend with your uh, families and friends. I want to remind you again tonight at uh, 9 o'clock Eastern, Chris Plant has a brand new show on uh, Newsmax, and um, I'm really looking forward to it. I uh, I had a wrench uh, thrown into my <laughs> evening viewership, my, my evening routine when uh, Fox got rid of Tucker Carlson because I uh, I watch bowling and tape Carlson or watch uh, Carlson and tape bowling and that's the way it was and uh, and now I'm just kind of avoiding uh, avoiding uh, Fox altogether in the uh, evenings so uh, I've got I got some news on uh, that coming up and uh, and Newsmax of course is still doing that poll where you can uh, just text this uh, this word event to 39747 to express your opinion on uh, on Tucker Carlson's return to the media, but he had some interesting things to say over the weekend, and um, I think ultimately it is going to uh, serve to be a real negative for uh, for Fox, and I think also they're just beginning to realize how bad it could be for them. Um, okay, so a uh, lot of a uh, lot of polling going on with regard to uh, the presidency. Oh, oh, great interview by the way by John Bachman of uh, Ron DeSantis over the weekend. I'm going to give DeSantis some cred for doing something about this transgender nonsense that's going on across the country that eventually uh, all of us very soon will wake up from and go, wow, what did some people just do to our children? And we are going to hold them accountable. That said, uh, it looks like, with regard to uh, polling, Donald Trump's still way out in front of Donald Trump. That's fine. Uh, Joe Biden has an approval rating of 36%, the lowest on record for any first-term president within a year and a half of the next election. Uh, in, in, according to polling... <laughs> This is really bad. I, I joke around that uh, Joe Biden's approval rating hovers right above eczema. Well, he's right there now. So according to polling dating back to Harry Truman, uh, other presidents similarly situated in this election cycle, Gerald Ford had 40%. <laughs> 
This is fantastic. Gerald Ford had 40%. Jimmy Carter, 37%. Uh, Donald Trump at 39 but of course there was this uh, fake Russia uh, collusion thing going on in the media. 97% of the stories were negative. So at least Jimmy Carter could live to see the day that we have a worse president than Jimmy Carter. Good job, Joe. Welcome back to Jimmy Carter 2.0. This is Jim Gossett. Welcome back. He's the same bad press, but his name is Joe. Wow. Well, the names have all changed since Jim was around. Worse than Carter. But the swamp that remains can't be turned around. And Ford. Joe's killing off the nation. Killing off the nation. Say hello to stagflation. Hello to stagflation. Yeah, we tease him a lot, cause brain cells he ain't got. Welcome back. They're dying off. Welcome back. Welcome back. It cost an arm to fill your car. Nostalgia. Welcome back. Your paycheck's the same and it don't go far. Joe pulled all the troops from Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Everything is screwed up. I guess that's his plan. That's his plan. He's an Obama puppet. Obama puppet. Let's go tell him to stop it. Tell him to stop it. The worst in history. That's why we chant FJB. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Got the vaccination, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or, 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 or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're. No, I, I, I really. And the thing, and the thing, and the thing. Don't forget about the thing. Don't forget that uh, George Stephanopoulos had a uh, rough time yesterday on ABC talking about the new poll numbers that show Joe Biden is uh, is doing worse than, I mean, the worst ever Jimmy Carter. This poll is just brutal for President Biden. Absolutely, George. And we, you talked earlier about that. This is a surprise because he had the best midterm since JFK and the most votes of any president, including Barack Obama. It must be uh, something wrong with the electorate. Joe's doing a great job. That record low approval rating for President Biden. It's actually six points down just since February. And the skepticism over his leadership extends deep inside oh. his own party. Only 36% of Democrats think that their party should nominate Joe Biden for a second term. 58% say they would uh, support someone else or prefer someone else. That's despite the fact that the entire DNC, most of the Democratic establishment, has rallied behind President Biden. Who's his campaign director? Anybody? Go ahead. Anybody? Who is his campaign director if there's Joe Minto out there? Does it, can anybody name the campaign director? And you're seeing real weaknesses in the coalition that powered Joe Biden to the presidency back in, in 2020. Biden carried independence <laughs> by 13 points against sure. Donald Trump. He sure. is now trailing yeah. Trump by nine points yeah. among those same voters. He carried black voters by 75 points in 2020. Now he is up just 35. That may sound like a lot, but the fact of the matter is, in, in modern politics, that is not the kind of number that a Democrat needs to be victorious. Yeah, a lot of people of color are saying, you know, we're kind of done with this nonsense, 50 years of Democrat failings, with the exclamation point of the end of that sentence, Joe Biden. I've got all of that, and then Joe Biden's appearance on MSNBC this weekend. This is the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere, guys. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Some big news. 
Former President Trump is urging you to get a copy of David Horowitz's new book. It's called The Final Battle. It's a number one bestseller. The Final Battle reveals a secret plan led by leftists and a new woke generation who want to destroy America, and we know it. Horowitz says they're in schools, our churches, even our military. The Final Battle explains how Joe Biden and the big media want to stop Trump and DeSantis before 2024. Horowitz even names the names of secret players behind it all. Newsmax calls Final Battle the book of the year. I've got a copy of it in my office. Mike Huckabee says he couldn't stop reading it. Get Final Battle in bookstores and check out the free offer and save $28. Just call 800-NEWSMAX, that's 800-NEWSMAX, or go to FinalBattle611.com to get your free copy today. The left has been waging a war on America for decades. That's not right, it's not fair. And we're quite simply not going to take it anymore. Honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's the Rob Carson Show. So, uh, coming up, Jim Comer is saying to the DOJ, don't indict uh, Hunter Biden until Wednesday. Because he's afraid, a lot of people are afraid they're going to indict Hunter Biden on much lesser charges than uh, what uh, Jim Comer is going to uh, on announce on Wednesday. And I've got some audio from that coming up. Uh, Joe Biden did an appearance on MSNBC, which was uh, laughable. Uh, and, um, and by the way, CNN is having a, a town hall with Donald Trump. I'll just make a prediction. It will be the, the uh, largest viewership that CNN has had in years. Uh, I believe so. I believe so. And I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give CNN credit for having them on. I think it's pretty uh, ballsy to be quite honest of uh, of CNN and the uh, and I'm not saying anything good about I mean to say anything good about CNN. They're still partisan tools and I don't expect any modicum of uh, of fairness from CNN, but at least they're having Trump on, which is something that Fox has kind of been against for a while because you know Paul Ryan is on the board of directors. But anyway, uh, uh Stephanie Rule did an interview with Joe Biden over the weekend and uh, this is what Joe Biden said about his son. Now realize, of course, that his son Hunter is a crack-addled prostitute monger who impregnated a stripper and didn't realize it. Uh, you know, so there there is that. Okay, and then there's the getting kicked out of the Navy for cake, cocaine use, and and you know those sort of things. But uh, you know, Joe Biden is very proud of his son. Sir, there is something personal that's affecting you. Your son, while there's no ties to you could be charged by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presidency? First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. Well, let's see. Just alone having a firearm, uh, doing crack, hiring prostitutes, those are three things that are illegal. So much for the whole hasn't done anything wrong uh, element of the... uh, of the interview. But, you know, other than that, just let it go. Here he is defending Kamala Harris, who very well could become president uh, very quickly. I, I, I wish I were kidding. made it clear to the American people that you want to stay in this job. You have officially announced you're running for re-election. And in your first video, you featured Vice President Harris 10 times. When Obama was in that position, he didn't mention you, sir. What are you trying to tell us? <laughs> Well, uh, President Obama and I became very good friends. I Sure, yeah. Ask Obama that. You know, Syria. we're best buddies. <laughs> we just had a slightly different style of how we do oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. As you recall, um, every major initiative President Obama had, I was the last guy in the room uh, deciding that with him, giving him any advice what we should do. The last guy in the room. The last person that he asked for advice. <laughs> And he's 
committed to help in any way he can this time. But look, I just think that Vice President Harris hasn't gotten the credit she deserves. She- yeah, because I mean, she has the borders are she. Well, um, she didn't do anything. She's an attorney general in the state of California. Yeah. She has been a United States senator. She yeah. is really very, very good. Yeah. And with everything going on, she hasn't gotten the attention she deserves. <laughs> oh, no, she's gotten the attention. No, she's gotten the attention she deserves. Uh, you know, people making fun of her because she's such a buffoon. Uh, here is Joe Biden saying, are you ready for this? You better be sitting down for this. Joe Biden has been a uh, bureaucrat, a career bureaucrat for 50 years in Washington, D.C. All of the problems that existed when Joe Biden uh, started his uh, his tenure in Washington, D.C. are still all of the problems are still there. In fact, they've gotten much, 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 much worse. But other than that, Joe Biden says that he is honorable and effective. Critics would say you're elevating her because they think you wouldn't serve a full term. <laughs> no, no, I meant live through. It, it is fair to say that there's not a Fortune 500 company in the world looking to hire a CEO in his 80s. So why would an 82-year-old Joe Biden be the right Or give him the keys to drive your kids to dance practice. ...person for the most important job in the world. Because I've acquired a hell of a lot of wisdom. <laughs> Does uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal say in any way, shape, or form, wise decision? I know more than the vast majority of people. I'm more experienced than anybody's ever. He knows more how to screw up stuff than anybody who has ever been the president. Run for the office. And I think I've proven myself to be honorable as well as also effective. Wow. What was the uh, expression by Goebbels? Uh, repeat a lie enough, it becomes the truth. And, and I do absolutely use that expression deliberately because this is a tactic. This is a tactic that the left is using. The border's closed, the border's closed, the border's closed. There's no border crisis. There's no border crisis. There's no border crisis. Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. Uh, Donald Trump colluded with uh, the Russians to throw the 2016 election. Repeated enough, repeated enough, repeated enough. It becomes the truth, even though it's all... A lie. All a lie. All a lie. Questions not asked by MSNBC of Joe Biden, which should have been asked. If you are indeed a journalist, and, and Stephanie Rule is not a journalist, but right now she's sitting on the greatest scandal in the history of our country. She is. And she didn't ask the president about it. Here are a couple questions I would have asked. The FBI, DOJ, and CIA knew Hunter Biden's laptop was real. You also knew of its authenticity, yet you enabled the DOJ to cover you and your son's malfeasance and create a letter saying the laptop was Russian disinformation. You also knowingly lied about it in the debate. Why did you think you can get away with that? Why shouldn't the 2020 election be considered null and void? Why aren't you and your son in jail? These are just questions I'd ask. These are just things I'd ask. And then on top of everything else, your president, who's presiding over the the end of Title 42 and the uh, rush of immigrants that is going to, who the hell knows what it's going to do? El Paso is a disaster. Millions of people are being affected by it. Nine million people have come across the border. That's more than all the people who went through Ellis Island during its peak. 
but they've done so illegally, and they've been interspersed with uh, convicts from Venezuelan prisons, uh, Chinese nationals of uh, men of uh, military age, uh, people who have been on the terrorism watch list. I can go on and on. But here is your president being asked about the 1,500 troops that he's sending to the border and admitting they're only there to make the broken immigration system even worse starting this week. We're in a situation now where those 1,500 people at the border, they're not there to enforce the law. They're there to free up the border agents that need to be on the border. And we're having another 1,000 people coming in. They're asylum judges to make judgments to move things along. Huh? He just admitted it. He's got the uh, troops there to do menial tasks while the people at the border are expediting illegality. I've asked this Congress for help in terms of what they need at the border. No, no, no. You've asked this Congress to do something that is against the, uh, the sovereignty of the American people and the safety of the American people. And the Republicans in Congress have said, we're not going to enable this nonsense. They need more agents. They need more people to clear people. Clear they people. need more action to, for example... They need more people to clear people. He isn't there to stop what's coming across the border. He's just talking about making it worse in terms of what they need at the border. They need more agents. They need more people to clear people. They need more action to, for example, we need these farm workers. They're badly needed. Oh, yeah. See, we need the farm workers. What did he just say? He just said he's going to make it worse. Unreal. There has to be a legal pathway to citizenship. Yeah, um, uh, people who've come across the border have been coming across the border to work in farm fields for decades. This is nothing new. What is new is 9 million people coming across the border because of policy. It really is, um, it really is remarkable when you think about it. And I, and I like to say that the abuses and usurpations that the signers of the Declaration of Independence uh, cited, um, they pale in comparison to what our federal government is doing to us. What our federal government, what, what the people who go to Washington, D.C. and make 70% more than you and I do and live in the Washington, D.C. area where seven of the ten richest counties in America uh, exist and there's no manufacturing and there's no mining and there's no auto plants. and none of, no, It's just all your money going there and getting distributed to a bunch of people who, who uh, you know, are cronies. Yeah. The swamp. They call it the swamp, yeah. James Comer is going to present evidence of a criminal scheme involving Joe Biden and his family. He's going to be doing it on Wednesday. He made the announcement, uh, announcement in appearance with Maria Bartiromo. And uh, he has compiled evidence purporting to show that uh, President Joe Biden and eight other family members received payments from a Chinese Communist Party in exchange for lobbying for Chinese interests. The payments and lobbying reportedly came during Biden's time as vice president. Here is uh, Jim Comer. Uh, I'm just going to run a little bit of this unedited for you. My message to the Department of Justice is very loud and clear. Do not indict Hunter Biden before Wednesday when you have the opportunity to see the 
evidence that the House Oversight Committee will produce with respect to the web of LLCs, with respect to the number of adversarial countries that this family influence peddled in. This is not just about the president's son. This is about the... Why all those uh, Chinese battery factories being built in Michigan? Why is that Chinese spy balloon allowed to fly over our country, unencumbered to surveil our most sensitive military sites for eight days? Why is that? Because somebody paid for it. Tire Biden family, including (laughs) the president of the United States. So we believe there are a whole lot of accounts that the IRS and the DOJ don't know about because we don't believe they've done a whole lot of digging in this. And we have. Uh, We've spent the past hundred days pouring over bank documents. I've used subpoena power to get these bank documents. We've been meeting with uh, former associates of the Bidens in their different influence peddling schemes. We've been meeting with whistleblowers. We know exactly uh, what this family was doing. And by all accounts from the, the media reports that we're getting, what they're looking at charging Hunter Biden on is a, is a slap on the wrist. Yeah. It's a drop in the bucket. That's what they want to do. Okay. So Wednesday will be a very big day uh, for the American people in getting the facts presented to them so that they can know the truth. And then the Department of Justice can finally do what they should have done years ago. And by the way, the DOJ is, uh, is complicit in electioneering. When you look at what they did with regard to Hunter Biden's laptop, knowing about it in 2019, literally, even to this day, not acknowledging it last year in March, not even acknowledging they had the laptop, that's electioneering. That's illegal. That casts a pall on the election. It shows it was Ill- illegitimate. I'm just quoting other people. Let's go to Carl in Bel Air, Maryland. Hello there, Carl. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Uh, thanks for taking my call. You uh, just a couple of short observations. Uh, one, currently, based on what you said, uh, or what Joe Biden actually said, uh, and you had it on your show a while ago, about uh, he's garnered a lot of knowledge and experience over his years. My, my bottom line with that is he can't remember what it is. <laughs> and the second yes. one is, the uh, while back when he went to the Ukraine and visited there, and the, uh, there were some concerns about the Russians uh, doing some hostile actions against them, there's no way the Russians or the Chinese are going to do anything to harm Joe Biden. He's owned by them. He's their most valuable asset that yes. they've got. Yes. So there's just, and what, what's going on with this, his administration now, it's all by design. It, it really does irk me. When I hear uh, commentators on TV, radio, and so forth saying, why isn't he doing this or he should do that? He's doing exactly what he wants to do. He's being directed. I know that. I'm certain of that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. this is what they want. Mm-hmm. What's happening is what they want. And yeah. it's by design. Absolutely, Carl. What's happening on the border? What's happening on the border is by design. What's by happening design. with the economy is by design. What's happening with our energy independence is, is by design. What happens with uh, you know our energy uh, and and converting to EVs, even though they're pieces of crap, is all by design. It's about the destruction of the United States. It's about a Maoist revolution. It's about bringing down our ship and not raising the boats of other countries. And it's going to do a face plant. And people are getting it. And people are getting well, it. I hope on so. the way- they got to get it a lot sooner, though. I know, bro. I'm with you 100%. But I'm going to, guys, I'm going to do my level best to be optimistic every single day. Because every single day, more truth comes out. Every single day, more people get it. And every single day, I will expose to you 
that their messaging is not working. You're not believing any of it. You may think they are because the news media is still you know, doing ray, yay, yay for Joe Biden, but they're not. It's not resonating with the American people. That's why his approval rating is at 36%, which is on the high end. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. If the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's the Rob Carson Show. First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. You know, it's pretty amazing that uh, your uh, endorsing your son would call into question your judgment. It, it's not very often that that happens. Uh, Joe, I don't know if Joe Biden's going to make it to uh, through the candidacy. I, I figured just because of, uh, uh, you know, his brain not working and all of this, um, and also the, the lack of support from uh, the Democrat Party, uh, lack of support from the media, of course, terrible poll numbers. Uh, uh, very few people really want to see Joe Biden run. Uh, I knew he wasn't going to make it to the actual uh, election. Now I kind of wonder if he's going to go away before the uh, the uh, candidacy. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, we will see what happens. But uh, Stephen Miller, actually, uh, I love watching Stephen Miller. He is uh, kind of this. I don't even know how to explain. He's a He's an interesting cat. He's a really smart guy. He says that the Biden crime family financial scandal is the biggest foreign corruption scandal in American history. And then I'm going to have to agree. Uh, he actually uh, uh, discussed a tranche of emails obtained by America First Legal, which he's involved in. And here is what Stephen Miller had to say about what's coming for Joe Biden. Whether it's been showing vice president's use of personal email, which is, of course, forbidden, but also showing extensive, continuous collaboration and communication between the vice president's government office and Hunter Biden and his advisors. This is when Joe Biden was the vice president. You cannot tell where Hunter Biden's consulting firm ends and where Joe Biden's office begins. They com communicated and coordinated on press statements, on official foreign travel and foreign visits. Wow. You had Hunter Biden meeting with and talking with Tony Blinken before major foreign trips abroad. And you have to ask yourselves, what were they talking about? What were they discussing? What is Hunter Biden discussing with Joe Biden's advisors? And that's something that's going to have to be determined if the House is able to get these individuals under oath in a deposition to ask those questions. Yeah, and the bigger story is that the FBI covered for all of it since Joe Biden was vice president all the way through 2020 when they dutifully did so with Hunter Biden's laptop contents. Uh, electioneering, by the way. Electioneering by the federal government, which should call into question at least the 2020 election. Here's a little bit more from Stephen Miller. One of the documents that we got back specifically said we cannot, it's all blacked out, we cannot give you any of the material in these emails because these Hunter Biden discussions pertain to the official business of government and advice and counsel provided by the president or the vice president and his advisors at the highest levels of government. Huh. This is official activity. We can't share it. What's that mean? It, that, 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 shield is an admission oh yeah that what they are doing is using the biden business to to conduct foreign affairs that 
is a complete betrayal of the American people. Yeah. And you combine that with yeah. the shocking revelations that James Comer has put forward mm -hmm. about the web of LLCs that yeah. has apparently been used to get around U.S. tax law. Hello, IRS. And that has been used oh. quite clearly to enrich the Biden family, 10% for the big guy. You combine the money-making scheme with what we have uncovered in these emails. You can read them all yourself at aflegal.org. I will. We put them all out there. And what you may have is the single biggest foreign corruption scandal in American history wow. that now reaches all the way to the Oval Office. Fan meet feces, feces meet fan. This is The Rob Carson Show. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people.